Hello friends, welcome to this episode of my podcast. In this episode, I'll be talking about the cost of deviating from our identity in Christ. So I've titled this episode as, What Will It Cost You? What will it cost you if you deny, abandon, or look away from your true identity in Christ? And embrace an identity that is of the enemy, is of the world, is of ungodliness, is of sin. What do I mean by this? The Bible tells us in the book of 1 John chapter 3 verse 1. The Bible says, What manner of love the Father has bestowed on us that we should be called the children of God. And that is who we are. The Bible is telling us that God loves us so much that he calls us his own children and that is who we are. I want to believe that you would agree with me that God is a kind father, God is a good God, and God is on our side. The Bible says in the book of Romans, if God be for us, who can be against us? God will never be against his children. The Bible even tells us, Jesus speaking, that if uh, earthly fathers know how to give good gifts to their children, how much more our Father, who is in heaven, will give good gift, even the gift of the Holy Spirit, to us as children. God is a good God and there's no doubt about it. The Bible even tells us in the book of James that every good and perfect gift comes from God. God, who is a Father of light. There's no darkness in Him. There's no darkness in Him. There's no evil in Him. God is a good God. God is a perfect father. But oftentimes, our circumstances around us, the media, the world, even our flesh, or when I say our flesh, I mean the unrenewed part of our mind, even try to draw our attention away from the kindness and the goodness of God and to focus our attention on the, on the circumstances and the challenges in our lives. And our flesh and the enemy, the world, want us to doubt God's love for us. Want us to uh, uh, deny or ignore or abandon our identity as children of God. You know, asking us questions like, if God truly loves you, why is this happening to you? If God really loves you or if you are a child of God, Why has it not covered that issue, that area of your life for you? Why are you still in this situation? How would God watch you go through this? Why has God not elevated you or promoted you? Why has God not prospered you financially? So all kind of questions come to people's mind. And if people can begin to or could doubt that God loves them or doubt God's love for them, There's every tendency that they could give up what God says about them and give in to the lies and the deception of the enemy. The enemy will always promise us that a kind of um, once-in-a-lifetime experience, a mind-blowing experience, a status, a social acceptance, a social favor, opportunities, and all kind of um, uh, fringe benefits that the world seems to elevate or admire or recognize as success. And when the enemy offers us these things, and if we give in to those temptations in order to get this thing, most of the time, 
I'll say all the time, things don't turn out the way we think they will. Sometimes we could get those benefits, but the question is, what are we given of? What are we given up to get those things? So if you are at a point in your life, maybe something people, some people may call crossroad. If you're at a point in your life whereby you are struggling with some enticement from the world that makes you doubt God's love for you, I would like you to pause at this point in time and ask yourself, what will it cost me? You can take example from Adam and Eve while they were in the Garden of Eden. When the devil tempted Eve, he uh, invited her to defy God's authority. And the illustration was in the form of eating of a fruit of the knowledge of good and evil. The serpent said to Eve, you know, if you eat of this fruit, you know, you can, you will know more than God. You will know, you have the knowledge of good and evil like God. You'll be wise like God, you know. And the Bible tells us that when Eve looked at the fruit and saw that it was pleasing to the eye, it was good, it was good for food, and it was good also for making one wise. It took, she took and she ate of it. She gave some to her husband to eat. In a sense, uh, in a sense, I mean, I, I, this is my thinking. And, the reason, and what, what I'm about to say is because of something that I've seen in the New Testament. The Bible says that Eve was not deceived, that Adam was the one who was deceived. When Eve gave the fruit to Adam to eat, Adam had no resistance. Adam, Adam did not rebuke her for eating of the fruit. Adam simply accepted it and ate it. So in a sense, and I think or I want to believe that Adam was having doubt about his own identity, about who God says he is and what God has given to him. And so he, bought, he, he gave in to the lie of the enemy. And when, they, when, I, when his wife brought the fruit to him, without any reservation, any resistance, he took and he ate. Now, this is tundiology. I'm not saying that's what the Bible says. But if he could receive that fruit from his wife without any resistance and simply took it and ate it, something is telling me that, in a sense, he could have been thinking about, um, or he could have been doubting his identity, or could have been, or could have been deceived to want to have what the enemy promised the woman would have if she ate of that tree of knowledge of good and evil. So what I'm trying to say is this: when the enemy, the world, our flesh, entices us to defy God's authority to um not to doubt God's provision kindness love for us to doubt that God is for us to doubt that we are God's children and God is a good God if the enemy can get us to doubt those i mean doubt our identity in Christ like the bible says that that is who we are we are children of God if the enemy could get us to doubt that and give in to his lie 
what we get at the end of the day or after giving into his lie is usually something that cost us much dearly than we think. The price of compromise or the price of compromising on our identity is too great for us to give into this. I'm not saying we are not tempted all the time. Every day we are approached, offered, you know, experiences, a lot of similar nice things, status, power, recognition, you know, and we offer these things in such a way that they entice us to come out of the boundaries that God has set for us and to go into the territory of the enemy. And what the enemy do in his territory is to steal, to kill, and to destroy. When I was talking about the Eve experience and how the offerings that we receive that come in the form of what Eve looked at, I mean, Eve, Eve, Eve was looking at, I was trying to call out the fact that when those enticements come, they look so glamorous, so nice, so beautiful, and it's almost impossible to even think there could be a consequence for disobeying God and giving in to the lie of the enemy. And that's why I am calling out to you. I'm trying to get your attention to think what will it cost you if you defy God's authority, if you disobey God, if you ignore and deny your own identity in Christ and give in to the lie of the enemy? All you can think about, all you can see right now, is the good, is the beautiful, is what you will become, how you'll be accepted, the material possessions you will gain. But what will, what will it cost your relationships? What will it cost your health? What will it cost your marriage? What will it cost your peace? What will it cost your mind? What will it cost you? I want to bear this in mind. The boundaries that God has set for us are for our safety. They are not to deny us or deprive us of any good or any freedom or enjoyment. Most of the time, what the world offers us as enjoyment, as fun, as freedom, is usually a trap in disguise. So if there's any offering you're facing right now that seems so good, I mean the ideal offering you're looking for, but an offering such that demands that you do ungodly things, you doubt God's kindness for you. You have a power to control and to rule your life, to live your life the way you want to live it, you know, regardless of what the Bible says. And most of the time, contrary to what the Bible says, whatever offering you are having right now, I want you to think carefully. I want you to take your time to uh, settle down, think through this. What will this cost me? Every ungodly offering, every temptation has a very bad consequence. Some consequences we don't reap immediately, but we will reap it in future. The Bible tells us this. 
said the wages that sin pays is death. For every evil, every wrongdoing, every compromise to identity that we give into, it will cost us one way or the other. The price we pay sometimes vary depending on um, the situation, circumstance. And sometimes when we tend to analyze the, the price or the consequence of that action, we don't think too much of a consequence. We don't see anything too big that will suffer. Sometimes we, are, we agree and acknowledge that there may be consequence. But in my life, and from observing many people, I've seen and I've realized that even the seemingly insignificant consequence do cost some people very dearly. So the truth is this. Don't compromise on your identity. Don't doubt God's provision, key, loving kindness for you. Sometimes it may seem like God is too slow or God is not hearing your prayer or God is not answering your prayer. But I can tell you with all confidence and from studying the word of God and experience as a child of God, that the problem most of the time is that we don't know how to receive from God. And sometimes it's because that we are not trusting God. We are not following God's direction, guidance as to how to receive from Him. So what we are focused on is the result we are not getting. But the problem is not with God because the Bible makes us to understand that God will not withhold anything good from His children. But many of us are not receiving what we kind of know that we are due to receive. And uh, we think that God is holding things back from us. But, from, but most of the time, the reason we are not able to receive is because we do not know how to receive. Or we don't even know how to ask. I will not be covering all of this asking and receiving in this podcast. You can send me a message. You can connect with me. And I'm so happy to be of help to you guys. In any way I can, I can. But I'll say to you that God does not withhold anything good for his children. And there's no reason for you to compromise. I'm aware of many ladies who have compromised on their identity and given into lies and deception of men. I'm talking about single ladies here. I given into lies and deception of men. They got married to this man. They defied God's authority. They, they went out of God's boundary. They started having sexual relationship with this man to get this man down, I mean, to hold this man down, to secure the approval of this man, to, get, to win this man's heart, to get them on their side, to lock them down. And after this man have gotten what they were looking for, they manifested who they truly are. And many of them were acting just like a monster. And this has led to many, many ladies, not all, I'm not saying this is the reason for many ladies who are single today. But I've come across numerous cases whereby if the women had chosen to stay single and trust God to lead them to the man who, who is after God's heart, who will help them become who God has called them to be and you know, all the blessings God has in store for them. If these women had waited patiently, and not given into the lies of this man and the advice of the media and the strategies that the, the ungodly word has given to them about relationship, this woman will not be in the kind of mess they are in today. And I'm not condemning them at all. 
I thank God many of them are standing and they are seeking advice and help where they can. And many are working hard on themselves to become, to get back on their feet and become what God has called them to be. God will never condemn you. So if you find yourself or you're in such situation or circumstance, God is not condemning you and God will not condemn you. He's still on your side. He's still very much for you to help you stand your ground, stand on your feet and get back on your feet because God has a purpose for you. And what he's committed to fulfilling is that purpose he has in store for you, regardless of what you've been through. So don't be discouraged. Get back on your feet. And you can do yourself this favor, this good, by encouraging women, young women, single women, to follow the right path. So you may not have gotten the right result. You may have followed the wrong path. But you can help many people not to follow that path and to experience God's best for them. So this is my encouragement for you if you find yourself in similar in any kind of situation whereby you have um, defied God's authority, you listen to the word, you listen to the enemy, you know, you did not count the cost of disobeying God and you just went all out for it. So friends, I'm saying to you, whatever it is, whatever offering you're having right now, you're faced or you're presented with right now, that makes you doubt that you are God's child and God is on your side, again, God is for you, whatever offering is um, enticing you and drawing you away from God and encouraging you to be in charge of your life, to do what you want to do, to live your life to you want, how you want to live it, regardless of what the Bible says, whatever area of your life that the enemy has been giving you some kind of um, offerings uh, and telling you that, you know, this area of your life, God is not, God doesn't have a say. God doesn't, God doesn't know much. The church doesn't know much. I got to be careful when I talk about the church because that could open a can of worms because indeed sometimes the church doesn't really know much in certain areas and they're not teaching people correctly. So I must admit that. But the enemy can tell you that to isolate an area of your life from the word of God. And if the enemy can successfully get you to believe that God does not know much or God is old school in that area of your life and you are, and you keep God out of your life maybe your sexuality your relationship your romantic relationship if you can if you isolate God or keep God out of that area of your life what you are getting into is darkness so there are two ends in, in this life light and darkness light is the side of God and darkness is the side of the devil if the devil can entice you out of light into darkness is going to make a mess of you. So friends, you know what God is saying to your heart. You know what the Bible is saying. And I'm saying to you, what will it cost you? Ask yourself this question before you take that next step. I close by saying this. God is with you. God's on your side. God loves you. God cares about you. Now God created you with a, with a purpose. He has a plan for your life. You don't know better than he does. He knows better. He knows the intention, his intention for creating you. And you can function effectively outside of him. Don't give in to those enticements and lies of the enemy that causes you to uh, deny or to ignore or to doubt your identity as God's child. Don't buy, don't give in to those lies. Don't defy. God's authority. Stand your ground in Christ Jesus. Learn the word of God. 
Know what is right. Learn how to receive from God. Learn how to stand in faith. Train yourself where you need to take training. Take actions where you need to take action so that you can see the desired result. Work on your mind. You know, get closer to God and see God work in your life. Give up the things God is, has been telling you to give up. Give up those relationships that are not profitable to you and embrace the relationships that are profitable to you. God sees everything. You can't outsmart God. You are no more intelligent than God. Don't try to, uh, don't try to get God to do what you want to do. You do what God wants you to do and you will see great result. If this uh, podcast has been, has been helpful to you, why don't you share this with friends and family? Or why don't you find some friends and talk about it? All right. I look forward to hearing from you guys. Please send me your connect. Connect with me on social media. I'm here to be a blessing to you guys. And let me know how best I can support you. I can be of help or what you like me to talk about regarding identity. Thank you for listening.